Hey everybody, welcome to episode 11 of the Strategy Game Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Shippey, and today we're talking about how you can reach customers via new channels. So as we get started here talking about reach outs and developing a reach out strategy, I wanted to tell a personal story. So when I was growing up, I refused to call public places. I was terrified. I was deathly afraid of calling public places, like even to order pizza. I just wouldn't. So my best friend would do it, even ordering any kind of food, any kind of phone calls, and she didn't like to call friends. So I would handle that part, and it was a great combo. She would call the public places, I would call the friends, and it all worked out, right? So I would venture to say that I have no qualms about reach outs to strangers these days. I have overcome my fear, um, and the reason I've overcome it is because I did it just being scared in my early days anyway. Now, you might be listening to this thinking, I have no problems reaching out to people. That's never been a weakness of mine. But today we're going to talk about how to do these reach outs and have them not be awkward and have them be meaningful and effective for you as an entrepreneur, as a nonprofit in your movement. And we also want them to be strategic, right? So the most important part is that they are strategic, that they are regular, and that they are genuine. So we are going to talk about five tips for reach outs. Let's dive into the first and grab a sheet of paper, grab a note in your phone, just take notes as you're going through this and workshop it out because by the end of this, you could have some reach outs that could prove to be really effective for you right now in your business, especially during this time as you're looking to rebuild and regain momentum in this season. So tip number one, the name drop. People always respond to people they know because they either feel obligated or because they like them and they get excited to see their name. It adds an element of delight or surprise to the reach out. So maybe you don't know anyone in a particular place that you're looking to connect with, whether it's a potential uh, client or a potential supplier within your channels. As we defined, if you listen to the last episode, we talked about ecosystem apps and how to really define and solidify your new channels. But you want to make sure that as you're crafting your strategic reach outs, your, tr- your chances of getting through rise tremendously if there's someone that you have in common within your network. So remember to use the name drop. Not in a salesy way, but in a genuine way. What do you love about that person? What do you know about that person that you have in common? Mention them in the email. Say, hey, I saw that we both know so-and-so. I like so-and-so about this person. Or isn't it great that he's working on this? I wanted to connect with you. And your chances of really working with a company, brand, or product Um, really tends to rise when you call out their name. Number two, LinkedIn. So you guys probably are all on LinkedIn. You probably use it, but it's a great tool. This is a reminder to reach out to people that you don't know and build your profile and let the messaging begin. So I've noticed for myself that those ads, the LinkedIn ads and sales messages typically don't resonate with me. I typically don't respond to them. But if someone sends me a personal message that is not salesy and mentions some networks we may have in common or offers some genuine value, I will typically respond. So I'll give an example of this. At storywork.co, we are building our guest blogging list. And we have a lot of contributors um, that are founders of nonprofits or um, 
our founders of startups and uh, companies all over the country. And so as we collect our list and curate a list of entrepreneurs that you can hear from, so it provides you with regular content and perspective, right? Some of these people I actually didn't know. And I reached out to them because I loved what they were doing. And I resonated with the message that they were speaking. And because I reached out to them in a genuine way, they could click through and see my page, they could click through and see my work, and they could determine if it was a good fit. And because it was just a genuine reach out, and I cited exactly what I loved about what they were doing, they responded and they have joined the blogging collective. And I love that because we really have a chance to unite with those that we love and what they're doing. So just continue to be encouraged to be able to do this with people in your circle. And LinkedIn is a great way to do this. Just genuine messaging on there. And you can make really valuable connections that really carry a lot of impact. So don't forget about that. Number three, one per day. This makes it a habit. So you may have gotten out of the habit right now because you might have been in survival mode, transition mode, all the things that have come with this season. But I would encourage you to go back to one per day. Just reach out to one person in your network. Maybe it's one customer per day getting some feedback. Maybe it's one potential new supplier or client or partner or content contributor. Um, reach outs are sometimes tedious. And for some of us, if we're going to batch them, they're just not our forte. Like it just might not be our thing. It might be too exhausting, but expanding our network in a genuine way, slowly and methodically is really important to the success of our business. So you can use, and we break this down in the strategy masterclass. When we talk about habits, the paperclip trick, I love this one. It's so simple. It almost seems pointless, but I got to say I've used it and it works. Get a little jar, get a bunch of paper clips, And each day you do your reach out, put a paperclip in the jar or mark it off on the calendar, have a checklist going and watch the power of compounding happen. This might be the most powerful thing you do all year. I'm serious. Make it your goal to get to a hundred no's and then have a glass of champagne when you do. Because when you do those one reach outs per day and you ask these people to become part of your tribe genuinely and you cite things that you see in them, they will respond. And even if it's a no, you made a great connection with people and you're genuine. So number four is lists. In order to get organized with who you're going to reach out to, start with your ecosystem map. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, go back and take a listen because we talk about the power of an ecosystem map. And that's really defining everything that surrounds your business and getting real clear about your channels because they're constantly evolving and shifting, especially now during this season. So you want to identify the key areas that you'd like to learn more about. You want to pick people's brains in the spaces. People always love to give their advice and or form a partnership with to promote each other or feature services together. So this list will multiply as you learn more because you'll discover new ways or new people that you want to connect with. So again, go back to last week's episode with the ecosystem map. And once you have a few minutes to look at that, brainstorm on that, then you can identify just key areas that you'd like to learn more about or potential partners that you want to reach out to or collaborators or potential new clients. Number five, 
this is Instagram reach outs. People respond pretty quickly in Messenger because they're usually on it quite a bit naturally. So this is a great tactic if you don't have an email address or you want your approach to be more conversational. It's just very natural, right? So you can just DM somebody and say, hey, I love that you're doing this or I've really noticed this in you. So for there's more informal, just start a conversation reach outs, don't forget about Instagram DMs. And these are four strategies that you can use in actually crafting your messages. So number one, make it conversational. When you're too formal, it just doesn't connect. Remember, there are people just like you on the other end. So make sure that your messages are people to people. Number two, make it genuine. People can sense when things aren't real. And especially now, I feel like people's uh, BS meters are higher than usual. So just add a line or two that's really tailored to them and what they do and what you've been seeing in them. Um, just complimenting them or something specific about their business that you really like that made you want to reach out. Number three, tell them what you want. Be careful not to be too long-winded. Confusion can then enter in and people just can't understand what you're trying to accomplish. And when they can't read it, they get skeptical. So this is just an intro. So drop them an important line or two about what you're doing and what you want. Do you want to schedule a quick call for advice? Do you want to promote services for each other? Do you want to offer your services for a commission or an added value as an extension of their service? How do you want to partner? And number four, do it differently. So there may be a lot of similar businesses in the space that you're in, but no one will do it exactly like you will because there is only one you. So when you're operating on the basis of an identity-based strategy, when you know very clearly who you are, the identity of your company and the vision and how that's translating, that's going to be your style. It's going to be the way you talk, use your words. Um, you can even record a short video and send it, attach a picture to the email of you working on the business or something of value for them, share a resource that you found to be great for them, something that just makes you stand out because you're using the identity of who you are and your company to reach out to them. So it's not going to be generic. So if you've enjoyed this episode and you're finding value in actually laying these things out, we're sharing a free PDF that you can download if you go to the show notes here and you can actually take action on it. We've got um, all of these listed out. So if you're listening on the go, there's a PDF for you that's going to remind you of all the things that we covered and also um, some space to write down action items. And you can simply print it out and journal through this because journaling and writing through this stuff is super powerful. This is the deep work that's hard to get the space to do. But once you do it, it is so, so worth it. So make sure that you head to our show notes and grab the PDF. Visit us at www.storywork.co for more. We've got a mastermind launching if you want to join our community. And we've also got the Strategy Masterclass, which is our self-guided e-course. And you can walk yourself through our entire six-step strategy map that for some of our entrepreneurs has doubled their revenue. So if you head to storywork.co, you can get all the information there. Thanks so much for tuning in and have a great day.